Welcome everybody to another edition of Grace Unfiltered. How are you, babe? I'm amazing. Good. You look pretty. Thank you. I like your shoes you going pink nice and black. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make it a thing. Oh uh, well. We are so grateful you're here. We are so grateful to everyone who was a part of episode one with our friend Brenda. Uh, just it was just so powerful. And this this episode broadcast, whatever you want to call it. Um, wow, my very first conversation with our guest uh, just blew my mind. It, like I don't know why the word fierce and powerful uh, come to mind, but fierce and powerful and. The thing that I took away from our very first meeting when we were doing the interview about being a part of this project um, was that she has something to say that she's not been able to or not felt comfortable to say. So I have no idea really what all she's going to go into, but I'm excited to hear uh, what God has put on her heart to share. Um, it takes a lot of courage to do this, and I, I just I, I'm, I'm just honored the fact that uh, she wants to be a part of this, and she wants to share her heart. Yeah, I'm excited. I uh, I read the bio, and I unfortunately missed the the initial interview, but the bio sounds really, really fascinating. And I have a feeling that we're about to hear a, a really great story about how strong she became through her trials. Amen. All right. Well, you guys, um, we'll be right back after this. I want to say thank you so much to everyone that's either listening to this on the podcast or radio, watching on social media. But for all of you that are supporting the Live Mono Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network, thank you. Uh, the way you can find the network, just so you know, you, there's two ways. If you want to see it live or see the live broadcast, download the E360 app on your smart TVs. Or if you just want to watch all the best of uh, the Live Mono Worldwide content, you can find our app directly on Roku. Uh, just look for Live Mono Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network and you'll find us. So thank you for your support. God bless you. And we will be right back. introduce to you the host of Grace Unfiltered, Tiffany Kinzader. Where'd you go? Uh-oh. Hello? Uh, hmm. What happened? I don't know. That's so strange. Huh. Oh. Well? I think she went out, and I think she's coming back in. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
because life happens. Well, welcome back. This is, <laughs> you know what? Screw you, enemy. I'm going to pray really quick. Heavenly Father, I pray, I pray protection over Tiffany. I pray that you give her the courage to just blow this out. She is an example of what church redefined is all about. And Father, I pray protection over this broadcast, over Tiffany, over her family, over everything she's about to say. I speak blessings into her life, and I speak blessings into everyone that's watching right now and, and that is going to be blessed from this. I pray this in your heavenly Father's name, and we're not saying the other word. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. All right, now we're bringing Tiffany on. Okay. Tiffany. Yay. Amen. Welcome back. Praise the Lord. What's going on? Hi, Tiffany. Good to see you. Hi. Well, we are excited. Do what now? No, I was saying, is the sound good on your end? Yeah, you're good now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're it's this is uh this is your broadcast. The pulpit is yours. God bless you, and we'll see you in a little bit. All right. Bye. So what is going on, everybody? Good afternoon, good day, wherever you are. I go by uh, Tiffany, or I am Tiffany. I'm Tiffany Kanzator. It is a privilege and an honor to be here on Grace Unfiltered um, with Josh and his beautiful wife to just allow me to come and share a little bit about, um, you know, what God is what God is doing, what God is expecting. And um, I wanted to share a little bit about um, the meaning of grace. How about that? That's that's a word that we hear quite so often, and a lot of people have not even experienced uh, God's grace. And when I looked up the word grace, it, it got a couple definitions, and it's talking about the simple elegance or the refinement of a movement. She she moved through the water with, with effortless grace, meaning you can move with poise, you can move um, refined, you can move. So um, in the second part, it says courteous, goodwill. Uh, it says at least he has the grace to admit his debt to her. So there's some some goodwill, some courteousness uh, that's go that takes place when you're talking about the word grace. And then it says here in the verb definition, do honor or credit to someone or something by one's presence. And um, it says she bowed out from the sport she had grace for two decades but even in that it made me think about if it was not for god's grace okay if it wasn't for his grace because his presence his grace his mercy it endures and it and it uh, whoo let me slow down and let y'all hear what this unfiltered mean unfiltered meaning not having been filtered tip tap water that's something that could not be filtered a cigarette on the end of it they call it a bud but that's the filter in which the um tobacco goes through unless you want to um unless you want to smoke it straight you know without the the bud part which is something they probably did back in the day but in other words raw the raw uncut truth and now we're living in a time 
where a lot of people, you know, we can't handle that truth or that truth sometimes it hurts to the point we don't want to experience the cut of what the truth will do. But when you think about the ministry of Jesus, when you think about what he did and how he made it his business to go to the ones that they counted out, he made it his business to sit with the ones that they ostracized, to do God's bidding, to let them know that I was sent here on an assignment and a mission. And he understood that mission and assignment even at an early age. So I say all that to say, wherever you may find yourself at today, no matter what your age is, no matter where you, where your relationship with God is, if you feel like it's weak, whether it's shaky, whether it's strong, and you feel like you got everything, you couldn't be in a better place. A lot of times we, people put on a mask and what, what God wants us to do is get real raw and uncut with them. So that way, all the things that we really need, all the true ugly moments, all of that is what he can allow us to share in a transparent moment from the deliverance and the freedom that comes with being raw, comes with experiencing God's grace, comes with us being able to share and give that grace unto others. When you receive God's grace from places that we probably thought we would have never been able to make it out alive and let someone else know what God is able to do for us, then guess what? That's the power. That's the transparent power. That's the wonder working power. That's the power of the blood of the lamb. That's, that's manifested flesh in our lives. I'm sitting here um, in, a, in a, the Bible, the pages were on um, the book of Matthews in chapter four. And at the top of it, it was talking about Jesus' ministry, the beginning of his ministry. Okay, we say that Jesus' ministry began in his 30s. Uh, it, he was in his 30s once it began, and he did the work. He did what he needed to do for a strong, what, three or so years. He was uh, here in um, Matthews 4 and 10. It's talking about Jesus was saying to him, get the hint Satan. He was talking to the enemy. Jesus knew who authority that he, he came in, walked in, and moved in. And he said, For it is written, Thou shalt not worship the Lord, thou no, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thy serve. Jesus knew that in his ministry, who we were supposed to serve. He knew who he served. When you talking about grace and when you really get enrolled to the nitty gritty with it, you got to know, okay, it's either I'm going to serve this God, these little gods, or I'm going to serve the big God. I'm going to serve the God that has sent his only begotten son, the one that sent the son that died so I could live, the one that died so I can experience the grace of God, the one that died so I could be redeemed by the blood of the lamb. See, Jesus knew not to play with his assignment. Jesus did not allow the enemy to tempt him to the point that he would turn his back on God. And we got to know that that is what we need to be bold enough to do and walk in if we saying we want to be ministers of the kingdom of God because we're the church, okay? We're the church. But now a lot of people want to water down what the church's assignment 
is. And he told Peter, upon this rock, I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. So the moment that we allow the enemy to keep gaining foot and getting leverage on us means now we are not operating in our full capacity with the full anointing in the grace of God through the spirit of God with the move of God in our ministries. This is why we got to begin um, taking the time to be taught Okay, Jesus made it his business to teach. Jesus made it his business to sit. Jesus made it his business to heal. Jesus made it his business to be human enough and, and weep or cry with the people just to let them know if you can believe that I am who I said I am, then you can do all, you can do um, greater works will you do. You know, that's what he said. Greater works shall you do. Another thing that he says in this book of Matthew in the beginning of his ministries, and I'm just highlighting out when Jesus was speaking, he gave them a, a, a mission to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We are living in a world right now. They don't believe hell real. They don't believe heaven real. A lot of people just tired of waiting for Jesus to come back. And at the end of the day, we got to know that the assignment is still at hand. The kingdom of heaven is still at hand. And he lets us know that we should have and be able to experience heaven on earth. But yet we're still being wrapped up. We're being tied up, tangled up, worrying about what people got to say when we want to stand flat footed on the enemy. When that was our assignment, he said the hill, the, the a woman, her seed will bruise the hip, the, the serpent's head. That's what we're supposed to do. Be able to stand on the neck of the enemy in season and out of season, no matter what it looked like. That's experiencing through the grace of God. We get a strength from God to be able to stand boldly in the face of the enemy, regardless of our backgrounds. So we can't allow our pedigree. We can't allow what we've been through, what we think we've arrived and made it through, because at the end of the day, it's still the grace of God. It's still the strength of God, the anointing of God, the power of God. And as we're sharing with other people what God has done for us, that's where he gets the glory. That's where he get the honor. But somebody can look at you and they can, some people will remember where God brought you from. And that's a, be a testament of what his grace, the raw truth, the manifested love of what the ministry of Jesus left here on earth as the example for us to be able to do now in the now times. I just thank God for um, the ministry of Jesus because he's the God man, the man in flesh. You know, that is where we should really get our strength from. I'm just looking at um, the, the set out, how it, it looked like um, I'm on like a walkway, a runway. And behind it, if I'm not mistaken, it's like a, a um, flowers. But if you can see, it's black. I got on black. The, the, the headliners, they got on black. But it's a, 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 a death, a, a dying, a uh, uh uh, 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 because black can represent death or can represent strength in us killing of our flesh, in us dying to ourselves. That's when the resurrection power can take place. That's when you could get real raw with the truth, be unashamed of where it is you've been brought from. You know, that's what I love about 
this 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 segment you know just being able to be real unfiltered uncut because a lot of people don't want to talk about the raw ugly truth how a lot of our deliverance it gets real messy a lot of it be, can be i remember one time uh i had a i had a dentist appointment i needed a tooth pull and um it was like a massacre the, the, the holy spirit was ministered to me it was like a bloody massacre one time the, the spirit was telling me like the deliverance that got to take place is such a dirty deliverance and in that when you understand what jesus his what god's grace does and the ministry what how jesus came on the scene for us he became he who knew no sin he became it for you and i he became it for the ones that was born in adultery. He became it for the ones that were backslidden. He became it for the ones that was uh, counted out, sinners, uh, uh, fornicators. He became it for the murderers. He became it. And when somebody loves you enough to become what it is that you need to be free, to be set free and walk in the deliverance, how can you not? How can you not go and tell somebody else what God has done for you? And, and that made me think about the ministry of the Apostle Paul, you know, and, and for those that may not know, he was a chief sinner. He went out to kill all those that believed in Christ. And then through his experience of experiencing the grace of God, he had a whole turnaround. He went and, and, and founded not robbery and suffering of persecution um, in, in the name of Jesus, you know, writing letters to the church to teach the church how to be ready how to get ready how to live right how to endure how to stand how to live i mean i love it i hope y'all still out there with me because you when you really think about it y'all none of us are perfect none of us none of us are perfect and the word of god says you know all have fallen short of uh the glory of god but it comes a time that after you fall, you got to stand for truth. Even if you got to stand alone, you got to stand. And it don't matter what they say. It, it only matter what he says. And God got the final say so. We, and that's what we got to be okay with. The, the, the fact that the matter is, if he's calling you to come unto him, if you're heavy laden and you're burdened, Cast your cares to him so you can receive the love, receive that grace, and you can walk in it and be free. Hold on one second. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. You can walk in it and be free. Hallelujah. And this is another thing that he was saying in Jesus' ministry in the book of Matthews. I hope this is helping somebody because I never really know what I'm going to say to y'all. Um. <laughs> Jesus said simply, follow me and I will make you fishes of men. Again, I'm talking about um, Jesus. Uh, we're talking about grace, you know, the unfiltered part of it. And I'm comparing how uh, the beginning of Jesus' ministry, some of the key things that he was saying in the beginning of his ministry, he was already rebuked Satan, told Satan where he can go. Then he told told us as he began preaching what we needed to do which was repent he was letting us know that the kingdom is at hand and then he was telling us what do we need to do follow him so he can make us fishers of men so he can 
teach us how to go and, and share his grace, the good news, the good gospel. He will take all of our uh, uh, our filth, our whatever we think we are operating in, how whatever business we think we got, and he'll show us how to be about his business. We'll, he'll show us how to be about our father's business because that's what Jesus was about. He was simply willing to go out to the hedges and the highways. And when I think of Jesus' ministry, it strengthens me and it helped me. You know, being a young minister, um, this month actually is my 12th year um, anniversary of me basically being spirit-filled. By the end of this month, this will be the 12th year that I have been spirit a spirit-filled believer, not knowing that I would have been filled with the spirit of God, with the evidence, not knowing that he would want to use somebody like me, you know, not being raised by neither one of my parents, um, being brought up in the dysfunctional household. But my grandma did the best that she could. And then even experiencing certain things that I've seen behind the, the wall of the church, the four walls. And yet I still am excited about letting people know what God is able to do. Because when I look back over my life, it's been the grace of God, the hand of God that been on my life the whole time. Literally when he said, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew, you know, and I'm like, yes, he had to know that um, there was a greater plan for me. He had to know that he wanted me to do this type of work so people can know that God is real. So people can know that God is love. In, in the human form of love, you know, because a lot of times um, a lot of people just lack the faith to believe. And without faith, you guys, it's impossible to please God. You cannot please God if you don't believe that he is who he said he is. So I want to encourage you, if you have not built the relationship with God, if you don't know who he is, if you're if you're questioning or you're torn in your spirit because of maybe a misrepresentation of what God has um, or who God is, I, I encourage you to dig in, dig in your word, dig in your in your in his presence, get in your prayer closet and ask him to reveal himself to you even the more, because that way you make it more personal. It's about the personal relationship, not religion. Religion is man-made. Personal relationship. We were created to worship God. We were created in his image and his likeness. We were created to bless him. And the word of God even says, you know, let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. In that praise, it's a weapon that can counteract the enemy when he's coming to wage war on you. You putting on a garment of praise will allow you to let God know that you're grateful for just him coming, giving you another day to breathe, giving you another day to um get it right. Because each day, you know, his mercy is new every morning. His each day we got another chance. That's experiencing more of his grace. So even if you find yourself like not in the best living situations, um, I mean, and that goes to homelessness, um, repossessions, foreclosures, just different things, divorce, different things, you guys. Let me tell you, if you're breathing right now, this is a good place to just tell the Lord thank you. Because when you give thanks, 
to let him know that he's still good, he can move even the more on your behalf because you're putting yourself in a, in the right posture. You, you, you're getting the right attitude. And, and look, it done took me right on into a little bit of these B attitudes, okay? Because um, we're talking about grace unfiltered. A lot of people have attitude problems. A lot of people want things. A lot of us, we just want things our way. Even me, as much as I love God, it's certain times when it's just certain things I thought was supposed to go Tiffany's way. And, and no, God, like, no, I have a better way, my child. I have a better way. So when you go into getting your attitude adjusted, because these are um, the attitudes in which Jesus was saying that we need to make sure we operate in, you know, because guess what? Blessed are those that are poor in the spirit for, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You're, he's letting you know when you're poor in spirit, humble, you know, the kingdom of heaven is yours, is yours. Blessed are they that mourn, for they will be comforted. You may be dealing with the mourning of a loved one, the loss of a loved one. You don't know how you're going to get through it, but guess what? God is going to bless you. He's going to mourn. He's going to comfort you. That's that's his grace. You're experiencing that. As you're experiencing these life um, moments, um, dealing with issues of life, then you experience the love of the Father. You share that experience with the next person. That's what it's about. Don't let your life situation have you um, cursing God and dying. You know, don't 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 let the enemy have you fed up with God so you can't find a praise in it. And then you done made it so you done made it self righteous. You done made it. So you self-dignified. You think, no, 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 I'm going to do it God's way. Well, no, there's a way that we're supposed to do it. Like the word of God say, it's a way that seems right. But in the end, it's destruction. You don't want to go the way that we out this flesh. You know, we lean into our own understanding. We want to go the way we think. We know a better way than God's way. And that's not so. So adjust your attitude. Adjust your attitude. I don't know who that may be for. Adjust your attitude because your blessing is on the way. Your blessing is on the way. It says also, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Lord have mercy. That just reminded me of one of the things I put before them for the new year. Help me. Help me to even be more meek. Help me to be more meek, Lord. Help me. Because when we understand that we are not exactly where we need to be, we'll humble ourselves before God and allow him to help us walk in what, it, what we need to walk in to let people see that God is able. You know, God is able. That might not be a natural uh, attribute of yours. That's the power of God have to move <laughs> and grace us when we're not there. You know, that's what I think. That's why I thank God for his grace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. It says, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. This is just a little bit of the blessings. The blessings. Ask yourself what you're craving, what you're desiring. Are you desiring to um, put others down? Are you desiring to build up God's kingdom? Are you desiring to want to live right? Are you desiring that? Check your desires. Where's your appetite right now? Where's your appetite? A lot of people are looking for love in all the wrong places. You know, and, and right now, you don't want to mess around and get food poison. Looking for love in all the wrong places. 
chasing after everything but the will of God, the work of the Lord, <clears throat> because it don't look popular. It don't it don't uh, seem politically correct right now. It, it, it's too much for many. No. You want to be filled? Hunger after righteousness. Thirst after righteousness. Are you experiencing a drought? He's the, the thirst quencher. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for being that thirst quencher. I'm telling you, I just, I just give him all glory and honor. He said, blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Mercy. We're talking about grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. We need it. And as you experience that mercy and that grace from God, let me tell you, when people come in your presence, they should feel that same amount of grace and that same amount of mercy that has been given unto you. Because if we give it, it shall be given back, you know, pressed down, shaking together and running over. So I thank God for that. And you can, you know, go into chapter chapter five, the book of uh, Matthew, and just read more of, you know, those Beatitudes. But I just wanted to, you know, share a little bit about Jesus ministries, the be attitude, how a lot of times we just need to really have an attitude adjustment. One of the things I know that's the area that I still um have to grow in and work on because my attitude is not always where I feel like I'm I it should be, you know. And in that, it allows me to allow, you know, be truthful with where I'm at. And when you're truthful with where you at. And thankful for what God has brought you from, it gives you room to grow. One thing I love about the Lord, one thing I love about how God deals with us is anything that is unfruitful, he'll cut it away. He'll shave it off. We got to allow him to do the pruning. So that way, all of the, you know, the stuff in us that can produce, that can produce good fruit, it can continue to bring glory to his name it can bring glory to his name yes a lot of us have experienced things that have been unfortunate from our childhood even you know our adolescence and young adult life and even maybe now it might be seriously an unfortunate situation but when you allow the word of god to really work for you when you allow the word of god to really wash you renew you and allow you to grow by leaps and bounds people will come and ask you what is it what is it no matter of fact i have people that say i know it is a god because I remember when I seen you in this state and now I see you in this state, like life, state of life, state of life, not states, but state of living. And they can tell that the hand of God has done a work, is doing a work, is doing a, is, I mean, is doing magnificent and marvelous things. And that is what you want. You want your, your life to not be, you know, in vain. You don't want to live in vain. You want your life to be presented as a living sacrifice, you know, holy and acceptable. Even when you were found in an unholy state, you allow yourself to partner with the Lord so he can allow his love and his grace to wash you, renew you, build you up, revitalize you so you can go. You know, it don't matter if you got on no bangle earrings, you know, looking like you you know, by this maybe post up on the block, which I'm not, but 
he know that through you, you you're not too high and minded to where you can't reach nobody to let somebody know that God is able, that God still move, God still works, you know, God is still able. And I feel like um, that is just kind of what he wants us to be able to do. Speak out on the truth, not be ashamed of where we come from, not be ashamed of where he delivered us from. Because once you've been set free by the son, you know, once you have experienced his love, no one can hold you bound to what it is God has freed you out of. And it don't matter what mistakes you made. It don't matter what you look like going in. But now as you're coming out, now, as you're coming out, you can be a witness and a testimony to, you know, God's grace. So, you know, that's that's pretty much all I have for y'all today <laughs> on Grace Unfiltered. It might have been like a whole lot. I just want to thank y'all for this opportunity today, you know, for allowing me to speak to y'all today. I am Tiffany and may God bless you. And the hearers of this word, this message today, I pray that you be set free from anything that is holding you bound, have been trying to hold you down. I want you to know that you are able to walk strong, boldly, be strong and courageous in these last <laughs> and evil days and declare the work of the Lord no matter where you come from. Just believe what God is, has spoken over your life, what God has promised you, what God is showing you and just walk in it. So blessings to each and every one of you all. Thank you so much for having me. You know, you just did about 35 church sermons in 30 minutes. And she got to the point. <laughs> all the important things. Wow. When, when we envision Grace Unfiltered, that was it. 100%. That was so cool. And it, you, I mean, I aligned with so much of the what we're taught here on earth versus what is actually true. And thank you. Yeah. You, uh, you have an anointing on your life mm -hmm. and you were born to do this. I don't know what your future plans are, but uh, you are truly a voice for the voiceless. And we are just grateful for you thank yeah. you thanks for having me it was definitely a privilege and an honor i definitely appreciate y'all and your hospitality today well if we can do anything in the future to support you please let us know if you ever want to do this again you are always welcome back we'd love to have you back yeah just let me know all right god bless you we'll see you soon bye all tiffany right. Bye. Wow, that was amazing. That was so great. I um, you know, it, I what I really love about this too is that from the contrast from Brenda, Brenda was great, and that that was powerful, and that was grace unfiltered to us. And then this was grace unfiltered to us. And I keep going back to this, but if I wouldn't have listened to you, <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this because I had one host. And the truth is, this was meant for everybody. And I guess, like we said before, this is part of our church redefined mission um, because the, the pulpit belongs to everybody that wants it. Not Anyone just that's one person. not just one person. Mm -hmm. And 
we believe, and look, I know some people may rub their nose at that and say, well, you're not qualified to be a preacher. Says who? I thought God called the unqualified. He qualified the unqualified. Yeah, he qualified the unqualified is what the truth is. And um, we are just super grateful for Tiffany. So uh, anyone out there that, listen, if you want to be a part of this, if you have something you want to share, just reach out to us. Comment where you're, wherever you're watching this, just comment. Um, and we will get back to you. I, I monitor everything that we broadcast on. So feel free to comment below if you're able or uh, go to our website, livemonaworldwide.org. You can find us there, which this will be at too. And um, that's all I got. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, I'm just excited for our next, our next and very first Gratitude Unfiltered. It's a, uh, yeah, this is, it, this is not even bittersweet for me. I'm, I'm the original host of Gratitude Unfiltered. It's my, it was actually, when I say it's my creation, I would like to say that God brought it to me, hand delivered it to me. And one of the most um, challenging times of my life, even after giving my life to the Lord. And uh, I had a major setback relapse that really forever changed, it forever changed the course of my life because all the things that we are blessed to do now the movie, the book, all of it was born through that meth relapse. And if anyone ever tells you that you're done, uh, they're wrong. They're lying. And if anyone ever tells you that God is done with you and you've had your last chance, that's bullcrap too. Uh, I'm living proof of that. I'm living testimony of that. And when I gave up Gratitude Unfiltered, it, I never said it was never going to be broadcast on again. It was meant to give to other people. And, um, and I'm honored, actually, to have our first Gratitude Unfiltered host. Uh, he is an, he's actually been on Gratitude Unfiltered as a guest before. And, um, man, he's a special guy. So you guys are going to be in for a treat, uh, checking out Andy Smith. And um, we have some other amazing Grace Unfiltered hosts lined up, too. So this is, this is special. This means a lot. And, and i got to tell you, it's never going to be the same. There's never no you're never going to hear the same message in your and what we what I'm excited about is that you're going to hear like when you go to church, you hear about God from the same person, same person, same person. And they are they're speaking from their experience, their their education, whatever it may be. But with grace unfiltered and gra gratitude unfiltered, what you're going to see is you're going to see the heart of God come through people and it's going to sound different. It's going to feel different, but the love is all the same. And that is something that we want to do is just to show you that the love for God doesn't always look the same. Mm -mm. Um, what God has called other people to do and what he's called them to say, it's different. And that's what this is all about. This is how we're going to redefine church to make room for everyone else that has felt like they didn't belong before. Mm. Well, our testimonies are what set other people free so they can see what's on the other side mm. so instead of hearing from one person at a pulpit talk who's only gonna probably set free people that need his message from mm. what he's been through now we get to set free even more people by sharing different testimonies different journeys different people of all walks amen mm. wait yeah. <laughs> That's another another story. <laughs> Which another I'm still time. trying to understand, to be honest with you. Um, and that's the other thing, too. Actually, I want to talk. To, I want to speak to this because 
but it was somebody we were in a meeting yesterday and they the end of it when we when i prayed out they're like oh no we don't say amen and you know we've had and heard all of these man-made ideas and philosophies and and it's and it gets confusing and so that's the, the other thing that we want to do is like why we're not going to throw the bible at you and yeah look, we're going to read from the Bible and we, we love reading the Bible mm-hmm. and, but we're not requiring that of our speakers because, mm-hmm. well, look, I mean, man's interpretation is what it is and, and it can be flawed. It can be jaded. If somebody has some resentment in their heart, I mean, think about this. Have you ever woken up one morning and been like, oh, I just don't, I don't know. My, and everything sucks. <laughs> like the weather sucks. You're, you're like everything around you. You just don't want to do anything. You're just like, Bleh. well, when you go and read the Bible and you feel like that, guess what? You're probably not going to get a lot out of it. Maybe sometimes you, that's when the Holy Spirit will kick your butt and go, hey, this is this is your attitude adjustment. But in my case, there's times that I'm not feeling it and I'm not thinking it. Well, the last thing you want me to do is interpret the Bible for you when I feel that way. My point is this, we're human beings and we are not perfect. And anything that's ever said from us, from our guest host, listen, if your discernment says, uh-uh, then you have to honor that. If your discernment agrees, then celebrate, hallelujah. It's, it's up to you to decide. But the point is this, we are giving, we are giving this altar, or is it an altar? Uh, not an altar. I didn't mean an altar. That's, ah, I rebuke that, the platform, the pulpit, to the people to to share. Because here's what I know. Truth, your truth will attract your tribe. And so giving people the opportunity to speak their truth as they understand it will allow them to attract their tribe. And the other thing that we want to do, too, is if we can have any impact in helping people no longer feel alone, we want to do that too because right now there's a lot of lonely people out there and uh they feel like they don't have friends they don't know who to trust well this platform and speaking your truth will attract the people that belong in your tribe so with that said thank you thank you for supporting the live model worldwide foundation now look we are doing this as i i don't believe in asking for tithes or anything like that we are a 501c3 organization if you believe our vision and what we're doing aligns with you and you want to sew into what we're doing, we have a huge mission. You can check it out on our website, livemonoworldwide.org. I'm not going to beg you for money, but if you feel led to sew into what we're doing so we can enhance and increase our reach and the mission that we have, then thank you. God bless you. We appreciate it. Um, but I'm not a beggar and I'm not somebody that's going to sit there and say, try to tell you, well, the Bible says you got to bid 10%. Like, that's not what this is about for us. But if you believe in what we're doing and you want to sow into us, listen, we have a big mission and we need all of the support we can get. So with that said, God bless you. Any last words? I mean, I could go on forever, but I'm going to save it for the next one. This was a treat and, um, I'll see y'all later. Grace Unfiltered. See you next time.